The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Today's daf is being studied in Elul Nishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tenihenu Began Eden Amen. Today's daf is being studied in Fuashilema. Eliyahu Hayim ben Sophia Shafia. Ella Refanelo Betoch Sharko Leamo Israel Amen. We begin today's daf on daf Yud Zayin. Amud Beth. And we begin three lines from the bottom. Amar Mor, Metemanya Be, Ad Sof Moada, Itotav Hagadish Moaya. We said that from the eighth day of Nisan <coughs> until the end of the holiday, so these days were considered holidays that what? That one cannot eulogize on these days. Why? Because it was during these days where the Hachamim debated the Baitosim regarding the holiday of Shavuot. Which means the Baitosim, they wanted to say that Shavuot should be on a Sunday based on their interpretation of the Pasuk Usfartem Lachem and Mahorat Shabbat. However, the Hakamim, they proved to them that the, the Mahorat Shabbat is not a Sunday, but it is indeed the second day of Pesach, and you count 49 days from then, the 50th day would be Shavuot. So that debate took place between the 8th of Nisan and the end of Pesach. And it was resolved, Hachemim won the debate. So the rabbis made a holiday, Delole Mispad. So the Gemara says, Lama li ad sof mo'ed. What do you have to tell me? That the holiday of Megillah Ta'anit went until after the holiday. Lema ad mo'ed. Just say until the holiday. Mo'ed gufei yom tofu ve'asur. Anyway, the holiday of Pesach is asur. So just say from the 8th to the holiday. What did you have to say? Including the holiday. Pesach is asur anyway, Be'ezbed. Amara Papa Keda Amar Rav, like we said above on yesterday's Rav, Lo Nitzlicha Elan Le'esor Yom Shelefanav. But just like we said above, that the reason why we picked <coughs> the days of Rosh Chodesh Nisan until the eighth, which we said was also a holiday. <coughs> That was the holiday where the rabbis succeeded in the debate against the Sidukim uh, that wanted to say that you could bring the Qurban Tamid Shil Shaha from private money. So there was a holiday from one to eight. So the Gibbara said, What do you have to say? One. One is Rosh Chodesh. So he said, No. By using it as a day of Megillah Ta'anid, it's Osir the day before it. The <coughs> 29th. So to over here, so we needed to say that these days of Pesach are Asur for Megillah Ta'anid because now the day after will be Asur as well. Which means, if you remember, we said that days that are Asur from the Torah, those days themselves are Asur. But the day before and the day after are permissible. But if it's days that are Asur the Banan, so the day after will be Asur as well. As well as the day before, according to the opinion of Rabbi Yosei, like we'll see now. <coughs> So therefore the Gemara is coming along to say that what? That the reason why Hakamim had to Osir from the 8th, including the holiday of Pesach, because now since they're Asur from Megillat Tani, which is Rabbanam, the day after Pesach will also be Asur. So Gemara says, Keman can be Osir. The Amar ben Lefanav ben Aharab Asur. This is following the opinion of Rabbi Yosef that says that the days before the days of Megillah and the days after are Asur as well. So now the Gibran has a question. For that matter, then on the 29th day of Adar, 
should also be asur. Meaning, my We said that the reason why the 29th of Adar is asur because it's the day before Nisan, the day before that day of Megillah Ta'anit. Why do you have to say that reason? Let's just say that the reason why it's Asur is because it's the day after the 28th of Nisan. Because on the 28th of Nisan, it's also one of the days of Megillah Tani, like we'll see now. On the 28th of Adar, there was good news that came to the Jewish people, that they do not have to stop learning Torah. There was a Gezerah decreed against the Jewish people that should not study Torah, and they should not circumcise their children, and they should be mehalil Shabbat. So what did Yehuda bin Shamua and his friends do? They went to a lady, a mistress, a hat, she called Gedolet Romin, Mitzrin, etc. All the hierarchy of all the Hashuvim of Rome were by her, so she knew private information. Go and protest. <coughs> Make a protest. And so that night they went, they protested against the government. They said, which means, Whoa, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They were crying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on the Gezerot Kashot that came to them. And then they said to the Goyim, Lo Achim Anachnu, are we not brothers? Lo Bene Av Echad Anachnu, are we not from the same father? Lo Bene Em Achat Anachnu, aren't we from the same mother? Man Nishtanu Mikol Uma Belashon. Why are we different than any nation? That you are decreeing upon us Which means they were trying to say that really the Jewish people they are from the same uh, same lineage. Which means don't we all descend from Abraham Avinu? And Abraham Abinu had uh, Ismail actually he was referring to Yaakov Abinu because Yaakov uh, Yitzhak Abinu he had Yaakov and Isaac so he says we come from the same father we're actually brothers and therefore why do you pick on us and give us all these gizrot ra'ot so Gebarah says Upetelum when the Gleam heard this they broke the gizrah they nullified it on that day the rabbis made a Yom Tov and that was the 28th of Adar so therefore according to the Biyoseh that not only does the 28th of Adar become Asud the day after also becomes Asud the 29th so why did you have to say the 29th is Asud because it's the day before the Rosh Chodesh Nisan which is also a Megillah Ta'ni day just say that it's Asud because of the 28th and therefore the 28th is a holiday and therefore the 29th also would be a holiday and therefore you didn't, ha- you didn't have to count Rosh Chodesh you could have started those holidays of the Qurban Tamid from the 2nd of Nisan you didn't have to start from Rosh Chodesh Nisan to say the day before because the day before is anyway Asur because it's the day after the 28th Amar Lo well, yes, we need it for a case where the month of Adar is Mi'ubar. Well, let's, let's say they made the month a 30 day. So, therefore, you're right, the 28th is a holiday. But the Romans, so that would all say the 29th. 
But now let's say it was a Chodesh Mi'ubar where there's 30 days in Adar. So you need Rosh Chodesh Nisan to be Asur for Megillah Ta'anit. Because now it'll Oser the day before, which is the 30th. So for a Chodesh Mi'ubar, we benefit by having Rosh Chodesh Nisan Asur. So that day also will become Asur as well. Now she gives another interpretation of what Chodesh Mi'ubar means. So when you have two Adarim, when you have two Adarim, for example, in the leap year, one of them is Maleh and one of them is Haser. Actually, let's say the first one is Haser, is a 29 day, and the second one is a 30 day. So therefore, in that case, we have a leap year, you're going to need the first day of Adar, of Nisan, to be Asur, because of Yilat Ta'anit, in order to Oseh the day before, which is the 30th. Rav Asher Amara, Chodesh Haser. Rav Asher comes along and says, no, I can even tell you it's talking about a regular 29 day month. So the explanation he says like this Any day that The day after Which means Any day that's after the days of Megillah Ta'anit Bita'anit Asur It's only Asur on Ta'anit Besped Mutar Which means Even if let's say the day itself the holiday, the 28th of uh, Adar, is Asur B'Ta'anit, it's Asur B'Hisped, but they weren't so strict on the day after. So for the 29th would only be Asur B'Ta'anit, but not B'Hisped. However, But since this day, the 29th, is sandwiched between two Yamim Tovim, meaning between the 28th and the 1st, So they treat it like a Yom Tov itself. Even with Hisped, it's going to be Asur as well. So that's why you need to say that the 1st of Nisan is going to be Asur, because the first of Nisan is Asum Bishum, that's the holiday of the Korban Tamid, that the Hakimim established against the Siddukim, and the 28th was Asur, because that was the holiday that the Romans broke the Gezerah against the Jewish people. The 29th is sandwiched in between, so therefore it's going to be Asur, not only Bitani, but even Hesped. Amar Mor, Mitemanyabe, Vachatsof Mordaya, Itotav Hagad, Shivwaya, Delon, Mishpat. Amara says, from the 8th of Nisan until the end of Pesach, that already, the holiday of Shavuot was established, meaning the rabbis were victorious in the debates against the Tzedukim, and therefore they made it against the rabbis that want no eulogizing on those days. Why do you have to say, from the 8th of Nisan, started from the 9th. Didn't we say above that the 8th day already was a Sufa Migilatani, because that was one of the days that the debate went on, and the rabbis were victorious with the Kurban Tamid. So the 8th day is a Sufa already, so why do you have to put the 8th day with the Shavuot holiday debate? Just put 9 to the end of Pesach. Why did you have to include 8? So Gabbara says, Kevan di ilu mikla milta ubatlina which means, let's say, the rabbis who had the ability to override the days of Megillah Ta'anit. Let's say Hafsushal was a Gizran B'nai Israel. So the rabbis had the ability to now come along and say that these days will resort to become fast days. So let's say the rabbis want to mifatil the first seven days of Nisan and say, because of a certain Gizran, we're going to fast. They have the ability. However, asud. They would not have the ability to mifatil the eighth of Nisan. Which means because the eighth day is a double holiday. Not only is it the eighth, the last day of the 
uh, holiday of the Tamid, but it's also the first of Shavuot. So even if they wanted to mevatel the yamim tovim of the Korban Tamid, and let's say they would make one unit, they want to mevatel the whole unit, they cannot mevatel the eighth day. Because the eighth day is part of another unit. It's part of the unit of Shavuot uh, debate. And therefore, even if they wanted to mevatel the Korban Tamid as one unit, let's say one to eight, they wanted to mevatel it. You can't mevatel eight. Because eight is part of another unit. It's part of the unit of the holidays for the debate against Shavuot. So that's Nafkamina, why you have to have the eight Asur in both units, just in case the Mivatel one, eight will still be Asur. Kamsi Kabbalah says, Hashtag da'atit la'akheh, once already giving such a sibara, by Srim v'tishchan ameh, the 29th day, kevan di'ilu mikla bintah batli nele osim v'temanya, the Srim v'tishchan gufeh, Asur da'avinu yomah, so the Gemara says, based on this logic, we can say like this: the reason why the Hakamim had to osed the 29th because it's the day before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Because just in case they mivatel the 28th, because the 28th we said it's a holiday. Just in case they mivatel the 28th, still the 29th will be asur because it is still the day before the Rosh Chodesh Nisan, which is the day that the debate on Korban Tamid began. So therefore, the Maaseh we had to tell us that the 29th is asur because of the day. Of of the day before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, because they, in the event that they undid the 28th of Adar, and they resorted it back to a fast day, still the 29th would be Asur. Itmar, if Chayyab Amar, Rav, Halakha, can be Yosef. The Halakha follows the Yosef that says what? That both Lefanab Asur and Acharab Asur as well. That both the day before and the day after is Asur. Shmuel Amar, Halakha, Kerabi Meir. That said what? That only the day before is Asur, but the Acharab is Mutar. Incidentally, that was our Mishnah Shita as well. Kostam Mishnah follows the Bimir. So again, the Bimir says only Lefanab Asur, but the Acharab Mutar. Umiyamar Shmuel Achem. Did Shmuel say this? We have a bright Rabban Shmuel Gamliel Omer. Umal Tamud Omar Behon Behon Shete Paramim. If you look in the Gila Taranit, it says over there, the Lolit Anaab Behon, that there are certain days you cannot fast on them. Umiksaton, the Lolit Mispat. Behon, and certain days you cannot fast on them. Now the Hakamim are being doresh the word Behon, Behon, on these days, implying that it's an exclusionary terminology, that on these days you can't fast, on these days you can't eulogize, implying other days you can. So he says, asurim. That they are asur. However, mutarim. Not only those days themselves of Migilat Tanit are Asur B'Tanit V'Hesped, but the days before and after are Mutar. V'Amar Shemuel, Halakha Kerabban Shemon Ben Gamliel. And this was said by the Ban Shemon Gamliel, this Diyuk of Behon Behon. And Shemuel subscribed to that opinion. So how could you tell me Yos Halakha Kerabimi Ir? We see clearly that he holds it's like the Ban Shemon Gamliel, the Lefanav and Arab is Mutar. That only on the day themselves is Asur. So Gabriel says, Ma'ikara Sabar, originally held Kerabban Dele Katana De Mechal Kerabimi Ir, Amar Halakha Kerabimi Ir. Originally, Shemuel thought that the Bimi'ir was the most lenient opinion. He thought that the most lenient opinion is the Lefanab Asul Aharab Mutas. Then we said, I'm going to take the most lenient opinion. However, Kevan, the Shemuel, the Rabban Shemon, the Gamliel, the Mechel, Tefeh, but once you hear that there was a Shitab, Rabban Shemon, Gamliel, that's even more Mechel, that says the Fanab Mutal Aharab Mutar as well. Amar Alachak, Rabban Shemon, Ben Gamliel, Vechen, Amar Bali, Bali is the name of a Tana, Amar Bihayab, and Abamar Bihayab, Halachak, Kirbi Yoseh, that says what? The Fanab and Aharab Asur. Amalir Bihayale Bali. The Bihayat told Bali. Asbiralach, I'll explain it to you. Ki Amar Bihayat Rekri Bihayat That which Rabbi Yohanan said. Because he was quoting Rabbi Yohanan. He said, Rabbi Yohanan said, Al Khazar Rabbi Yosef. So he comes along, Rabbi Hayat says, Hold it. Bali, let me explain to you. When Rabbi Yohanan said, Al Khazar is like Rabbi Yosef, 
He said it He said it on the days that are asur to fast Which means On days that are asur to fast Meaning the day before is asur And the day after is going to be asur as well Those are only the uh, days that are asur to fast However, on the days that are asur behesped, halakhat does not follow the biyoseh. That says the fanav and the harab are asur. Elah is going to hold like the bimi'ir. That's going to say the fanav asur and the harab mutar. So the biyah came along over and explained. That which of Yohanan's halakha is like the biyoseh. It's only on the fast days that were said the day before and the day after. However, on the eulogizing days, which are more stringent, hachamim only were said the day before and not the day after. So therefore, that would be like the bimi'ir. Say this that Lifanav is going to be Asur like Rabbi Yose on the first days. He said that Alaka follows Astam Mishnah. Vitnan and we have a Mishnah in Masikh Nagilah. Even though we said in the Mishnah that the Megillat is there, you're able to read it earlier, meaning earlier than the 14th day, but you're not allowed to read it past the 15th of Adar. Mutarim be'esped v'ta'alit. Even though, let's say, certain cities or villages are going to read the Megillat early, before the 14th, which is the primary holiday, the 14th is for cities that are not walled, and the 15th is for cities that are walled. From the times of Yeshua Abinun, they would read the Megillah on the 15th. However, villages would read it, earlier. And even though they're reading it before the 14th, Allah says that those days are mutar behesped v'ta'anit. Meaning even though they're celebrating it as Purim, reading the Megillah, they're reading it back then, like we'll see now, it's still mutar behesped v'ta'anit. So the Gemara says, Emat. What's the case? What are we talking? Ilima b'nei hamisad. If we're talking about the people of the 15th, meaning the people that have come from walled cities, v'kakaru le'ba'arbisad, they're reading it early, meaning they read the Megillah on the 14th, and that's what the Yohanan is telling me, that what? That the 14th is mutar these are the days of Purim. And it is forbidden to eulogize on those days. The only reason why Miglat Tanit had to tell me this, because it's redundant. I know from Miglat the city you can't fast on these days and eulogize. The Pasuk says it's Mishte Yom Besimcha. Why would Miglat Tanit have to tell me about Purim? So it says, To come and tell me that the 14 of 15 are Asur for each other. Meaning, a person from a unwalled city still is Asur to eulogize and fast on the 15th. As well as somebody from a walled city is Asur on the 14th. So 14 and 15, Vadai is Asur, Behesped. So the Yohanan cannot have been talking about a 14, a 15er reading it on the 14th. Because that is clearly Asur, Behesped, Vita'anit. And it's Asur for both people. The people of the walled city are Asur on the 14th, the people from the unwalled city are Asur on the 15th. So the Gemara says, what's the case where we're talking about where you're reading it early? Bene Arbisar, it's the 14th people, the Kakarule Betlesar. Let's say they're going to read the Megillah on the thirteenth. For example, let's say the fourteenth comes out on a Tuesday. If the fourteenth comes out on a Tuesday, the people in the villages would read the Megillah on the previous Monday, which is the thirteenth. Because the Halakha says in the second Megillah that people living in the villages they would come in on Mondays and Thursdays. Because 
because that was the day where the Betin would sit. So therefore, the Hachamim were lenient on them that they do not have to read the Megillah on the 14th. When they're in on Monday, which is the 13th, they're able to read the Megillah. So maybe that's what the Yohanan was saying. If the people of the 14th, meaning the cities, they came along and they read the Megillah on the 13th, meaning on Yom HaKinisah, which is the Monday before. So even though they're reading it early on the 13th, they, those days are permissible. The Gibra says can't be. Yom Nikanoru. That day was called Yom Nikanor. It's a holiday in itself. And we know you cannot be Maspid and Mitani on that day. The Gabbana will explain to us what Yom Nikanor is in a moment. The Ela must be what? Bene Arbisar, Be Kakarile, Betresar. It must be, let's say, Purim fell out on a Wednesday, the 14th, that is. And therefore, these people would read two days before when they're in on Monday, which would be the 12th. Be Kakarile, Betresar. And that's what Abu Yohanan was saying, that on that 12th, it's Mutar Besped Betanit. Can't be. Yom Torainu. It's another holiday called Yom Torainus, which we'll see in a second. Elala laad must be the kacharu behadisar. Must be that they're reading the Megillah on the 11th, which means must be, let's say, the 14th fell out on a Sunday, so they would read on the previous Thursday, which is indeed the 11th. The katani, and what does it say? Mutar besped uptaanit. So the 11th is mutar besped betaanit. Even though we just said that on the 12th, the 12th was a holiday. The 12th was Yom Torainus. And therefore, the Chaurah, the day uh, before, should also be Asur. Which means, if you're telling me, according to this opinion, which is, Rabbi Yohanan is talking over here, he said, like the Stam Mishnah. And according to the Stam Mishnah, it's clearly telling me that on the 11th, which we're understanding now is Gimi Mutar Besped Vitanit. What are you talking about? According to Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan Talakha follows Rabbi Yoseh. And if he follows Rabbi Yoseh, the day before uh, is going to be Asur. The day before the 12th, which is the 11th, is going to be Asur as well. So again, the Gebara says. Again, we read inside again. Ve'ela bin Arbisar ve'kakari le'betresar. It's talking about where the fourth. I'm sorry, we go further. Ela lav ve'kakari le'bahadisar. We're talking about where they read the Megillah on the 11th, which is the day before Torainos. Ve'ketani mutar besped v'tanit. And what does it say? It's mutar besped v'tanit. So what do you see over here? We have a Stam Mishnah that clearly says that you're allowed to fast on the day before a holiday of Megillah Ta'anit. And according to the Halakha, the Yohanan said, Halakha, Kistam Mishnah. So how could the Bihayat say that the Yohanan was posek like the Biyoseh, that when it comes to fast days, Lifnehem is Asur, what do you mean he was posek like Stam Mishnah, and we see Lifnehem is Mutar? Gemara says, La. No, that's not the Pshat in the Mishnah. It's talking about the case where it's the 14th. The people of the 14th, and they're reading the Megillah on the 12th, which means the 14th, let's say, fell out on a Wednesday. So therefore, they're reading the Megillah on the 12th. And that which you said, that the 14th is considered, Yom Torainus, therefore it's a holiday. Yom Torainus Gufe Betole Bateluhu. Tachamim, they were Mevatel, they nullified Yom Torainus. 
Because on that day, Hasidim passed away. Which Hasidim? Shemayav Ahiya Ahiv. Which we will see that in a moment who they were. And therefore, since they were Mevatelet, therefore, that was the case we were talking about over there. And that's why it's mutar behesped on that day. Because again, if they read on the 11th, it's not the day before the 12th anymore. Because the 12th, which was Yom Torainos, was nullified by the Hakamim. Like the Kabbalah gives an example. Kihad Rav Nachman Gazar Ta'anita Betresar. The story over there, Kabbalah says, Rav Nachman was Gozer, a Ta'anit on the 12th. That was Yom Torainus. Amr al-Rabbanan, Yom Torainusu. Amr lehu, Yom Torainus gufeh, betoleh, betenuhu. Uhibbeni hergubo, shemayah, ahiyah, ahiv. They said, no, Yom Torainus already is batel. Because of shemayah and his brother were killed on that day, like we'll see in the Gebarah. So that's a proof that Yom Torainus was batel. So the Gebarah says, what are you talking about? Even if you want to say that, they may batel Yom Torainus. Tipuk leh, da'avile yom shelifneh nikanor. Which means still it should be asur to fast even on the twelfth, even though they were vatel yom torainos. But the twelfth is the day before the thirteenth, and the thirteenth we said is yom nikanor, and therefore it should be asur because it's the day before nikanor. Ve'amara v'asher, so the v'asher answered that hashta ihu gufe bateluhu mishum yom nikanor nikum v'nigzar, which means if you mevatel the actual day itself, yom torainos is the ikar holiday itself. They mevatel, so certainly the day before, which is which is which with the day before Yom Nikanor, certainly we're not going to treat it with the stringency that you have to be asur to fast because it's the day before Nikanor. We move until the Aitzim holiday, which means if Yom Torainus itself was Mivutal, we're going to say it because it's the day before another holiday. Obviously, it's more strict the day itself. If you move the day itself, certainly we're going to we're not going to we're not going to say a tani because it's the day before Yom Nikanor, and therefore the Gemara proves that Yom Torainus indeed was Mivutal, and therefore the case of Megillah was. Where the the people of the 14th Purim was on a Wednesday, they read Megillah on a Monday, which is the 12th, and therefore on that day it's mutar behesped v'tanit. But really, Rabbi Yochanan holds as well like Rabbi Yochanan, like Rabbi, like Rabbi Yosef, that when it comes to days of that's a suit of fast, the day before as well as the day after is going to be asur. Comes the Gemara continues and says, "My Nikanor umai Torainos." What are these two holidays? Yom Nikanor and Yom Torainos. What would happen on these days? Netanya, Nikanor. Nikanor was a Greek. Ehad He was one of the dukes of the Greeks in the times of the Hashmonaim, in the times of the second Beit Hamikdash. Every day he would wave his hands over Yehuda and Yerushalayim. Wait, the day will come and these cities will fall in my hand. I will able to trample them. The family in the Malchut of the Hashmonaim, they were victorious over them. That was on the 13th of Adar. And what did they do to him? They cut off his thumbs of his hands and his legs. Because the... The one that said he's going to, he pointed to Yerushalayim, so they cut his thumbs to punish his hands. And the one that said he's going to trample Yerushalayim, so they punished him by cutting off his big toe. And they hung them in the gates of Yerushalayim, and they said, The mouth that spoke in arrogance, and the hands that waved over Yerushalayim, we will take revenge over them. 
comes the Gemara and says that. So that was the day of of. Nikanor. My Torainos, what's the holiday of Torainos? Amru, Kishibikes, Torainos, Tarog, et Lulainos, Upapos, Ahid, Belutkia. When the Rasha, Torainos, wanted to kill the two tzaddikim, Lulainos and Papos, from the city of Lutkia, which is the city of Lod, because they made a Gezerah that was an Gezerah on all the Jewish people, because they found the princess of the king that was murdered, and therefore they suspected the Jewish people for killing her, even though they didn't, and therefore they were going to put a Gezerah against all the Jewish people. So these brothers stood up, and they accepted responsibility as if they did it, even though they didn't do it. They just did it in order to save Klai Yisrael from... The Gezerah. So the king killed them. Amar Laim. So Turaino said, if you come from the nation of Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, let your God come and save you from my hands. Just like God saved Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah when they were thrown into the fiery furnace, and God saved them from the hands of Nebuchadnezzar. So they answered back. First of all, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Tzadikim, Gimurim, Ayu. They were perfect Tzadikim. And they were worthy for a miracle to take place to them. And Nebuchadnezzar was considered a Melech Hagun, which is a proper king, which means he had a claim that might have been legitimate against Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, because they did not bow down. And it was worthy for a miracle to happen through him. You're a simple, you're a commoner. It's not worthy to do a God to do a miracle through you. We are guilty. We are punished because of the avonot that Am Yisrael has done, and therefore we are guilty of mitat beddin. And we are not the furnace. And if you don't kill us, God has many messages to kill us. God has many dubim, bears and lions in the world that can come and kill us. God delivered us into your hands for this lie. Because he wants to revenge avenge our blood from you and therefore he wants to kill you even though they gave him this strong warning he killed them immediately they did not leave from that event the Roman generals came from Rome and they broke the head of Torainos with wood so you see it did come true however the Hakamim did make this Yom Torainos that it was Yom Ta'ani so that was the day of Torainos and the Gemara concludes and Gozin Ta'ani Tal Sibur Betreda Bahamishi and it says, "Ein gozin ta'anit b'dashir chodashim." So we said we do not make a gezerah ta'anit on chodesh, Hanukkah, and Purim. And we said, however, if they started a series of fasts, so then we are not mafsik. That was the words of the Ban Gemara Mishnah. 
Because if they started a series of fasts, and the Shodesh or Hanukkah came in, or Purim came in those days, we fast. Rabbi Meir came along and said that even though Rabban Gamaliel said, you fast on those days, he is more dead that you are not mashlim, you do not complete the fast. So the Gemara explains. Which means, what is considered starting a series of fasts that you're telling me that you are not mafsik? Which means, so long as you started three fasts, meaning Shani, Hamishi, and Shani, you started three days, Monday, Thursday, Monday, then already you're not mafsik. Even if, let's say, Purim or Rosh Hodesh or Hanukkah falls in the subsequent fast. Which means, even if you started one fast, Monday, and then in that series you have one of these holidays, you do not after fast comes the Gemara and concludes Amar of Yehuda Amar of Zud of Rabbi Meir Shamar Mishum Rabban Gamliel that's the opinion of Rabbi Meir that said in the name of Rabban Gamliel that what? that you are not mafsik on these fasts which is you fast on Rosh Chodesh or Hanukkah or Purim if it falls out in the series of fasts and, 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 and the Bangamim said what? You, you're, not, you're not mashlim meaning you do not finish the fast on Rosh Chodesh or Hanukkah or Purim because since it is a holiday you do fast because you accepted the Taniyot but you do not finish however Bangamim say no you indeed fast and you mashlim the fast if they were gozer ta'anid anush chodesh, indeed they would be mit'aneh and they would be mashlim, specifically on rosh chodesh. However, it should be noted that on Hanukkah Purim, even they are modeh, that you would not be mashlim the ta'anid. That's the opinion of the Tosafot. So again, let's review the last machloket that we learned over here. We just said what in gozin ta'anid on sibur betchila b'chamishi. So we had a machloket what's considered techila. When it comes to Gozim uh, and Rosh Chodesh. So one rabbi said, the Tehillah is, that was Abaha. He said three fasts. And the Biosis said even one fast. Then already you go through Rosh Chodesh. Then we had another Mahlokit. Are you Mashlim or not? So Rabban Gamliel wanted to say what? Rabbi Uda wanted to say in the name of Rabbi Meir. That said in the name of Rabban Gamliel that what? You do not Mashlim. Rabbi Hakamim said, Mit'aneu Mashlim. And that was the opinion of Mazutra in the name of Rabbuna. That you are Mit'aneu Mashlim. Hadran Alak said, Tanyot Kesad.